We are back, baby. Like we never left. Back in the swing of things. What up, y'all? It's Antonio. Joined by my two awesome co-hosts, Robert and Kaylin, and this is a Stumbling Through Podcast. This week, we talk about burnout, our experiences with it, tactics we use to combat it, and at the end of the episode, one of our hosts gets some pretty awesome news that you're not going to want to miss. As always, shout out to our boy B from the UK for the intro and outro music. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. Enjoy. Please kick it Ooh. off. Oh. Mm-hmm. Am I doing this week's intro? I am doing this week's yeah. intro, right? Hmm. Yes, cool. you are. <clears throat> I enjoy doing the intro and outro. I was sick. Like, I literally have not been feeling well. If I die, guys, better replace me with the other Kaylin. <laughs> so I don't think it's anyone else. <laughs> she she made her appearance last week, so. Yeah, she's already getting used to it. She, yeah, she's coming for that spot. I'll buy Antonio right, a Ouija um... board, then then he can have it in his room and communicate with you, and he'll just, he'll translate. Dude. And all it's, it's going to no. keep going to is no. It's going to just go to that little no. <laughs> Do not bother me while I'm resting in the dead. Gosh, that would be um, so scary. All right, sweet. I'll kick it off with this the stats. All right, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Stumbling Through Podcast. Uh, this week, we decided to kind of bring it back to a little bit more of a, I guess, more of a serious topic in a way. Uh, and this week, we're talking burnout. So I have some a few stats pulled up here, but there was a study done by Indeed, uh, and they conducted a survey of 1,500 U.S. workers to determine the level of burnout exhibited by different groups of people. Uh, they found that burnout is on the rise, of course, as over half, uh, 52% of survey respondents are experiencing burnout in 2021, up from the 43% who said the same in Indeed's pre-COVID-19 survey, 53% of millennials were already burned out pre-pandemic and they remain the most affected population with 59% experiencing it today. However, Gen Z is now neck and neck as 58% report burnout up from 47% who said the same in 2020. And we're just seeing time and time again that the, that the pandemic has taken a toll on people's mental health and Although we are working from home, I feel like uh, with a lot of people, the workload hasn't quite changed, uh, although people are just under immense amounts of stress. So have you guys felt burnout before? And uh, hmm, yes. I, don't, I don't know what second part to add on to that question. I feel like it's not enough to just ask the, you know, <laughs> the first part. But yes. Well, we could talk about our experiences with yeah. burnout. I think that's, it's honestly kind of tough to talk about it sometimes because I think with burnout comes feelings of sadness, depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, anger at times. Yeah. Um, but I think most recently I've, I feel like since we've graduated, I've kind of been feeling that way. Not to say that I'm unhappy with where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I just think that the transition from being a student, being someone with the main, my main responsibility being going to school, getting good grades, learning as much as possible, and then 
jumping into a corporate setting and, you know, having to really change my perspective of life and what kind of my purpose is, I think took a toll on me initially, like right after we graduated and sort of made me think like, is this the best choice for me? Is this what I want to do? And that takes a lot of mental energy to think about because you're thinking about your whole life in a nutshell, pretty much like what's your purpose? What is going to set you up for success in the future? What moves do you need to make right now? And I don't even think that the burnout necessarily came from school being a huge workload or um, working along, you know, working while going to school being too difficult. It's just, I think for me, it came on the mental side of like thinking about life and considering how I can better my future right now. So, yeah, it's tough. It's a hard thing to deal with. I think it's common for a lot of people. I mean, based off the statistics that you talked about, Robert, it is, you know, more than half of people our age, Gen Z are going through some sort of feeling of burnout. So, yeah. And it's something that just kind of sneaks up on you too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, I definitely have felt burnt out. I'm like a piece of toast that you left in for too long. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> burnt toast um, is kind of good sometimes low-key um yeah but it's also super bad for you so let's no. <laughs> let's not um we don't stand but, burnt toast no um but i think also a thing a feeling or emotion that i've had that i've also kind of labeled myself with is disappointment like i've been i think my burnout stems from being very disappointed and not just myself as an individual not because like I'm not proud of myself for graduating college but just all the events that you know could have been but couldn't happen but didn't happen because you know we were struggling through a global pandemic and things were kind of stopped worldwide and then also the reactions from our government officials BLM um you know the attacks on Asian Americans like everything that was going on in the world actually affected me which further caused me to become more emotionally invested um so I lost a lot of my energy through there and then switching new jobs and then being miserable at my old job for various reasons you guys know so I think when I think about it I'm just one speck of the earth in the universe with all the stars like I'm just one speck but I think my burnt out made me feel like very very isolated in this Mm. world like i felt very like no one understood even though everyone's kind of going through it and then that alone already makes me feel like way worse um but we're handling it got a therapist shout out to julie don't know if i'm allowed to do that but shout out to julie love you (laughs) well wait we can i don't think it's bad we might believe that i don't think it's a bad thing to say that you you never know you might be bringing her some business she might have to give you a discount uh i didn't see her last name i didn't say where i was going to so yeah you're safe yeah, yeah but like you said you know? like all those all those events that went on too it was hard not to be cynical or like pessimistic and that of course adds to the feelings of burnout and everything so right yeah. i mean i was and super I mean, negative yeah. super negative yeah. and we see it everywhere too it's not like you can avoid any of the world issues going on 
or even issues in your community. Like, Kaylin, you talked about attacks on Asian Americans. Like, a majority of that incidents were, not a majority, but, like, there were quite a few here in Orange County that happened. And it's like, you don't know if someone you know or yourself is going to be affected by these things that seem so out of the ordinary, but when they're this close to you or, or there's been incidents this, you know, within reach of, of like your immediate circle or yourself, it adds stress that you wouldn't even be able to imagine pre all of this going on. You know, you think you hear it on the news and you you feel like it's something that you're detached from, but when it happens close to you, it's, it is a reality check that, you know, not everything's nice and dandy all the time. Right. And And also I was right. And also I was dealing with my dad's identity getting stolen, like while starting a new job. And then, you know, my little sister going back to school in a sense, like hybrid. And so having to like rearrange my schedule for that. So I feel like I took on naturally, I take on naturally a, a very big role in my family so that alone with everything going on and also my old workplace they did not give a single shit about asian americans getting attacked and like i say that with full heart like they the like whatever rally downtown they did not give a fuck like they did not give a fuck that we were scared so like that already put me into like a no one really gives a fuck about what's going on excuse my language but i think my burnout started post-graduation but you would think that it would start while we're graduating because of finals and stuff no but my burnout mm-hmm. started after mm-hmm. so yeah. i can't catch a break yeah. Ugh. what the i know fuck? it's like <laughs> uh, the, we're gonna look back on our time in school like when you're in it it feels like the biggest deal it feels like the world is coming down on you which i mean for people yes school is very difficult there's a lot of stuff going on everyone has their own experiences with it but I think we'll look back later down the road when we're you know adults and in our careers and having to deal with a bunch of different stuff we're gonna look back and wish we had the issues of like being a senior in high school or being a senior in college like I even when we were in college like I would look back on high school and be like wow life was easy back then you know and it I mean it's just part of part of life and part of you know growth and maturing like there we're always going to have some sort of you know issues or um situations going on in our lives but the older you get they evolve they change it's not like they go away so right it's almost like we have to deal with as much as it sucks we kind of have to deal with being burnt out and i think uh it's become yeah just so normalized it has it really has you know right we're expected to to deal with Mm. it yeah you're right robert how have you been feeling uh well like i felt because i had felt burnt out i think my last or maybe it was uh yeah the first summer of my first year at cal state long beach because for me it was just like my entire life was the summer right after high school like i started going to community college and i started uh, working. So then my life was literally just work, school, work, school, work, school. And then that first summer, uh, after my first semester at Cal State Long Beach, I was just like, dude, I was just unbelievably tired, unbelievably 
uh, unmotivated. Uh, my sleep was just terrible. I, yeah, I was literally just tired all the fucking time and kind of hopeless. And then I had to pull myself out of it to like deal with the next semester and whatnot. But I don't know, man, burnout kind of just snuck up on me. And now I think that I have maybe a bit of burnout. I don't think it's as bad as it was back then, but yeah, I mean, doing things like the podcast definitely helps because it creates that sort of momentum or just creates something that's static and that you're doing every week but i don't know man it's kind of rough and it's 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 hard to uh to cope with because like you said you know it's it's a part of life now and especially with things getting more and more expensive it's impossible for people to just take like mental health days or take time off to be by themselves or spending time with family and loved ones um it's just hard but i you know the pandemic has is hopefully going to bring changes, like shorter work weeks and whatnot, but burnout will always be there, I think. Yeah, you're right. I feel like, though, my burnout, I know it's happening. Like, I know it's creeping up. Like, I just, you know, yours, like, (laughs) I guess came at you unexpectedly. Like, I can feel it. Like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm not sleeping so great, you know? Oh, like, how I actually start noticing it is I start sleeping with my arms up. Uh. I'll like wake up and my arms are up and I'm like the fook. <laughs> You're ready like, to square up. I know, um, but mine, I guess this is like a good avenue to go towards now mm. is like, I'm a projector a little bit. Like I take out my anger not in the right ways. Like when I'm tired, <laughs> working on it, therapy, you know. Um, but I feel like while I'm burnt out it's easy for me to blame others and like my external locus of control like it's super easy for me to like just be pissed off and like so irritable yeah um and with that i feel like i'm not the only one that's like that and it just makes everyone angrier to each other for no reason you know we're all going through it yeah True. scary but yeah like i have this uh i have a reddit post here pulled up Um, that basically just like outlines the signs of physical and emotional exhaustion and they sort of consist of you know chronic fatigue insomnia forgetfulness impaired concentration and attention uh, physical symptoms like chest pain shortness of breath other things increased illness loss of appetite anxiety depression anger yeah i mean it's (laughs) it's so similar to like a lot of other things like depression but um I don't know. I feel like once it, like in your case, Kaylin, where you feel it sneaking up on you, I feel like it's already too late once you already feel it sneaking up on you. Like it's hard to, to almost like, yeah, to reverse it in a way. Do you, do you guys feel it physically when you're burnt out or more mentally? I guess both. I definitely get sick more often. So that's a shitty thing, but it's okay. But all the masks and hand sanitizer this past year helped so much. (laughs) Um, I would say I feel it a lot more mentally, but I think that's just me as an individual. Yeah, I think that's just my personality, like taking stuff. And I'm not really like thinking all the time, like having my mind race about different things, even though I literally said that work has become part of, you know, my everyday thoughts. It's become something that I'm thinking about, the things that I got to get done and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, I think like even in my personal life, I when I feel stressed out, it's like, 
on my mind and I have to talk to to someone about it or I have to talk to yeah just like a you know family or friends or whoever it might be just someone that I feel comfortable with and it's one of the things where if I'm able to talk about it and able to express kind of how I'm feeling I think that helps me in a big way but I mean I think no matter what it kind of affects us all mentally and physically because even with the mental aspect that I think affects me more I still get tired I still don't want to leave my room I still you know feel lethargic or whatever it is I don't necessarily get sick and stuff it's more I just feel lazy and then that even plays into the more the mental aspect of I'm not doing shit with myself Mm -hmm. I'm being lazy like I need to go do something but yeah all my days where where it's just thinking deep in thought yeah Mm. Mm. that's a good way to put it like it just takes an effect on everything yeah it's a it's it sucks it's such a shitty feeling yeah i know it's awful actually it's and it's i know it's making me sad sorry i was gonna say it's making me sad thinking about (laughs) thinking about it well Well, it's it's a good thing to talk about yeah Yeah. it's a great thing to talk about because i feel you like i think it affects me mentally first but like I am a self-deprecator like I make jokes and I'm super sarcastic and I'm like yeah like I want to die haha Julie if you hear this I'm kidding I always have to bring that up because I get so scared she might listen to this she's like that's um, two weeks in a row Kaylin like yeah she's like joking. girl you, you didn't say that in this session this morning what's going on um but I definitely mental it's mental for me first but physical like you guys already know like I have a blood disorder so any type of stress like fucks up my body like I am mm-hmm. in bed. You just I had like a sinus tired, infection, yeah. right? Like I had like a sinus infection last week, whatever it was, and like I literally am. I was so slow today. Like I can't believe I even got into my car and drove to Trader Joe's. Like I am mm-hmm. pretty proud of myself. Good accomplishment. Don't know how I'm gonna make my bed because I had laundry in. Don't know if I'm gonna even do that. There have been days where I just slept on my mattress because I was like, no. Um, <sighs> but I think burnout for everyone is so similar but also so different and i think the way that we look at it too we did normalize it like we did normalize being stressed Mm -hmm. and tired and working 40 plus hours a week even sometimes people work like 80 hours a week like they can't catch a break they're doing overtime whatever and that's something that we need to you know break down absolutely demolish that because it's awful go robert no i feel like the uh no the pandemic is terrible and you know obviously it should have never happened but at the same time it brought things like you know shorter work weeks or working from home and although workload hasn't necessarily decreased for a lot of people i feel like working from home almost came at the right time when hustle culture and just like grinding 24 7 was like at the peak of its popularity because of people or because of like big creators online or just everyone saying that the only path to success is by like completely giving your absolute entire being to like the work that you do. So I don't know. I'm kind of glad that work from home has been a thing and I'm hoping that it does bring permanent changes to, yeah, just how we approach uh, work weeks and how we approach our mental health and Um, all of that stuff because I feel like once people started working from home they realized how just tired and exhausted they were from driving to work every day and like 
being in that work environment where it's like kind of just soul sucking depending on what you do you know yeah i could definitely see a lot of companies adopting different um philosophies towards their employees work weeks and their culture as a whole and i mean ultimately what companies are there to do is make money and you know to their benefit they're saving on overhead by having employees work from home they're saving on benefits in some instances you know different expenses in it it i think yeah robert like you said i think it came at the perfect time of people like millennials are starting to get into higher positions at companies gen z's are starting to be you know the entry level positions but it's all making it's all bringing a new perspective of what's important at work to the workplace or or like to these companies you know for gen z's for us we're big on mental health we're big on physical health we're big on camaraderie and culture and inclusivity like all of these things i think are gonna somehow find its way permanently into corporate america or america in general when it comes to the workforce so um hopefully later down the road we'll see you know the the numbers and percentages of people who are feeling burnt out decrease i mean it's never going to go away but if we can do a better job at taking into consideration the human aspect of people Mm -hmm. i think would be you know very beneficial for everyone so right that was a really good point that you brought up about us as gen z and like what we care about for Mm -hmm. our for our future and our society and um you know just even economically like we are all about community yeah like we are all about using our community to mm -hmm. benefit one another and our resources Right. right yeah and you know we were talking about I think one of the things that we kind of forget to do when we are feeling burnt out is think about what is important to us in our lives. Like, is it the money aspect of working? Is it like, are we living to work? Are we living to make money? Are we living to be happy in our own way? Like, what is that? And I think that if we're, I think for me, what what always helps when I'm feeling kind of burnt out is thinking about what truly makes me happy and and why I'm doing what I'm doing um, and working towards that or like ha- making it, putting it at the front of my mind and thinking about it all the time. Like for me, it's, I, I'm not necessarily working to make the most money out of anyone in the world, like be insanely rich, like whatever it might be. I want to be comfortable. I want to be happy. And like, ultimately I think that if we think about work or if we consider work, just like our main like driver in life or like our purpose, I think that's where we get that feeling of being burnt out because you can never work. Like you'll never get to a point where, Oh God, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I have so no, many thoughts in my head. No, that was good. That was good. <sighs> I get what you're saying, but you know, we live in, our, the previous generation, they were all like, well, you know, you never have to work a day in your life if you love what you do. Yeah, but those people that were saying that are also like millionaires um, yeah. for exploiting their employees yeah. um, or teachers. And we love teachers. So 
thank you, teachers. I would like to give a big shout out to our educators out there. We appreciate you. Yes. Um, well, unless you were like hitting your students like the way that Robert's teacher did, then we <laughs> fucking hate you. But the good teachers that were caring and kind, we love you. Um, That's yeah. Um, but I think that you brought up really good points that, you know, the previous generation, they worked really, 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 really hard, um, you know, to establish that lifestyle for themselves, which is what everyone should do. But also at the same time, they made it like a personality trait. Yeah. Like the first thing that you, they, oh my gosh, Antonio. <laughs> it was my During mom. the pod, I'm sorry. Oh, we, tell, tell her we said we love her. <laughs> we love her. <laughs> Mrs. Ramos, shout out to you. We love you. Um, but... Oh my gosh, now you made me lose my train of thought. No, but... Um, you were saying that older generations make working a part of their personality. Right, like the first thing that older people ask is like, oh, what do you do now? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean, what do I do? I love BTS and I like I like to hang out with my friends. Like, that's what I like to do. I love mm-hmm. anime. You know, like, it's so... Now we have that hustle grind that Robert was talking about where some people carry that over, like, really, really hard. Like... You know, some people really do cherish, like, work hard and smart. Where for me, I'm like, let's just work smart, you know? Yeah. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just vibe a little bit in life. Um, I think our generation is definitely more about living freely and having the community and respecting each mm-hmm. other in that sense. And, like, you know, we don't job shame or whatever. Some of us don't. Um, so I think burnout instinctually comes to us from just the previous generation of making us believe that that's what you do to like, that's just what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they would always always, like brag about how hard they would work or, and yeah, I don't know. I'm glad, glad to see that our generation is hopefully the one to kind of break that stigma and And hopefully bring about big change. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with like working. I'm not saying that. No, fuck work, whatever. I'm just saying I think we've been grown to believe that working is our sole purpose. It's what we're kind of meant to do. Your success comes from your title or your experiences or whatever. When in reality, like, you have to think to yourself, what really is success? What do I measure success with? What do I measure happiness with? And... Like I said, I mean, we go to college, we go to high school, we're in school for 22, 23 years, or however many years of your life, we're in school, and we're trained to think that we need the highest paying job, we need the best position, all those different things are going to be what contributes to all of that time spent working in school to be worth it. Right. You know... For some people, they want to travel the world. They want to pursue their dreams, whatever it might be. Like, I think it, we just have to really think about what truly makes us happy and, you know, work towards that or have it mm. at least in the forefront of our mind or, or, you know, consistently be thinking about it. That way you don't really lose yourself pretty much. Yeah. Well, in a situation like ours where, or like many others where they you know, need to work, even if they hate their job and it's monotonous and they know they have to leave and find something else, but they have no choice. Um, how do you guys recommend that people go about coping with burnout or not getting there in the first place? I mean, you mentioned sort of like, um, 
just establishing your goals and establishing how you want to live your life. And I think that's a great thing to like remind yourself of where you want to be and where you want to go uh, every day or something mm-hmm. of that sort, almost like manifestations, right? But yeah, I mean, what what would you guys recommend or what have, what have you guys done to cope with burnout or pull yourself out of that kind of burnout rut? Speak to yourself kindly is what I would tell a lot of people. It's easy to get into the headspace that you're not good enough because, for example, if you work a shitty retail job or, you know, if you're the lowest on the totem pole, you're corporate job or wherever you are if you're working at a fast food restaurant like there are cynical people out there that will make your the way that you get an income they'll make you feel bad about it so speak to yourself kindly like know that you know like we all all of us have to work um that's just how it is um and there are some people that are more fortunate than others luckily that's us compared to other people so you know Again, shout out to the people that are working multiple jobs or that are just doing what they have to do to make that next paycheck. Like, we respect you. We see you. Um, But, like, speak to yourself kindly is the first thing that I would say. Um, Like, give yourself a pat on the back for doing it because that goes a long way. Like, telling yourself that you're very well worth more than what you're doing and and good things will happen to you. Like, you know, like that's one thing that I had to learn is like, it might be shitty, but like go in there and go into your life thinking that you deserve very good things because they will come because you will give yourself those good things. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can think of more. No, that's really also good like, yeah. And also like, not like, Oh, be healthy. Like f- fitness guru buy the most expensive gym pass, eat the most expensive organic food. Like, no, we can't all do that. But also treat yourself kindly too. like, you know, do the best that you can to make sure that you get sunlight. Like you need 15 minutes of vitamin D every day. Get those 15 minutes of vitamin D. Um, like set your schedule, do things that you want to do, like go make that coffee in the morning, do like put yourself in the priority list, you know, um, your job's important, but so is your mental health. So make sure that you just do little things that affirm your your being on this world um yeah it's almost like that uh there was like a famous reddit post that was like no zero days or whatever um which is basically where like if you're in like a depressed state or something of that sort even doing like one push-up or just getting like going outside for just one single walk around the block is you know more than enough um and makes your day a non-zero day. Uh, So it's kind of similar to that, right? But yeah, I I liked what you said about just being kind to yourself because that that just reframes the way you think about things and would hopefully reframe your perspective and would hopefully force you to look at things more positively and just see kind of like the good in your life and all of that sort. What about you, Antonio? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I yawned, everyone. yeah you gotta be selfish honestly i think that's the most important thing to do when you're experiencing these feelings is just thinking about okay how can i how can i make today a little bit better for myself what can i do to lighten my mood just a little bit and you know if you're thinking about other people all the time or what they might think about you or what you're doing like you're never going to be able to learn how to pull yourself out of whatever rut you're in 
and I'm not saying it's easy, but you know yourself best. And I think that if you're able to really consider what makes you happy and, and bring some sort of joy to your life and be selfish at times and know when to do that, I think that that helps me a lot, you know, yeah. when I'm feeling sad, really thinking, what can I do to make me happy? And also talk to other people, be open about it. Everyone's not ever. I mean, maybe not everyone will admit it, but people feel burnt out all the time. Odds are your friends are feeling burnt out like the three of us are, you know? Um, <laughs> so if that makes that conversation a little bit more comfortable for you to bring up to someone that you're close to, like we're all attesting to it. It happens to us. Like we're experiencing it. And, you know, don't think that like a true friend or, or someone who truly cares about you isn't going to judge you for what you're feeling. And if they do, then they're not a person that you should surround yourself with. So period. um, Yeah. Lean on, Mm -hmm. yeah. Lean on your circle, lean on the people that you love and the people that, you know, love you. And there's nothing wrong with it. Cry. If you want to cry, it's, you know, it's part of life. I'm a yeah. cancer. I, w- I would know. I cry. <laughs> True. <I'm just> <laughs> no. Very well put. Uh, I, I would say if you're awarded the opportunity to, uh, I would just say take a break. Like, yeah, take a few days off. Take a week off. Take a month off if you can afford it. Because um, I feel like a lot of people, well, a lot of people definitely work through stuff while they have a burnout or or while they're burnt out so and that kind of helps no one uh so i think just taking time to yourself and really resting up and recuperating and yeah will just bring you back better than ever but in a world where that's led us to believe that we have to continually work and whatnot it's very difficult to just break away Mm -hmm. uh, from everything and focus on yourself And it's like the idea of if you take that break, like you're going to miss some sort of opportunity. Like, for example, like immediately what I think of is graduating and trying to find a job as soon as possible. Yeah. Like for me, I've always looked at people who have taken gap years to like travel and stuff. Like I've always been so jealous of that. And like I knew that when I was graduating that it'd be super cool to do. But I always felt like if I were to do that, I'd be missing out on like an opportunity or my timeline as far as like work experience would be messed up. Like, you know, it, yeah. It, and then you weird. look at those people and you realize that like they're still getting, you know, decent jobs at the very least. And like they haven't really. No. They're still like, happy. You know, yeah, they're yeah. still happy. They're still doing yeah. well. Um, and I think even when you do take that time to yourself, like you've, you reconsider what's important in life or like you, you know, you're able to think about it more because you're just for so long, we've been go, 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 like always having something to do that when you take that time to yourself and take a break from everything, you just, your eyes can be open. Yeah. Right. After Um, the first few days where you're stressing about things, but like after yeah. after we graduated school and where there's that like week or so where you're still stressing about like assignments that might be due mm-hmm. or just some random like 
so weird not having anything due on a Sunday or forgetting to do a discussion post. Yeah. At 11.59 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, we forgot to, or I forgot to mention that it's a generational thing, too, in the sense of if your parents immigrated here from a different country, like my parents did from the war. So they were born and raised to think that the American dream was real in a sense and in their time it was because they didn't have social media where you can be famous for doing absolutely nothing on tiktok like you know um so a lot of it you know you'll see a lot of people where if their parents immigrated here they're very very like i will get a job out of college i will become a lawyer i will become a doctor i will work this many jobs this many hours a week because our parents kind of instilled that in us because you have to work hard to be successful in this country. Yeah. And I was I grew up in that, um, you know? So that's why I am the way that I am and how I... I my brother broke that cycle first because he's a creative and he does whatever the fuck he wants. Um, but when I decided not to become a doctor and drop out of... Not drop out of, but like stop STEM, like I broke that... I feel like I broke that cycle kind of as well in my parents' eyes. Hmm. Um, and I started living for me. Also, wanted to bring this up as well. Um, to our listeners, unfollow those hustler people. <laughs> it is not real. <laughs> it is not nice. It is not something that you should base your success on. I know people probably follow us and think that like we're all doing great, you know? And like we're not all doing bad or anything, but I'm sure people see our pages and think like, oh, they don't know what burnout feels like or like, you know? Whereas, like, we actually vocally admit it weekly that we're low-key kind of, like, <laughs> miserable. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, don't ever compare your life to others. Like, really, like, it's so much easier said than done. But that little unfollow button will do you so much good in your life. Like, do not measure your success on um, someone else or, like, where you're at right now. Measure your success on how happy you are. Like, being happy is very hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. So. Yeah, because everyone likes to put, like, Gary Vee and whatnot on, like, pedestals and think that they're, like, the next messiah because they, like, always preach about grinding 24-7. And it's not sustainable. Right. It's not. Like, well, I was just going to say, like, get the fucking tattoo, get the coffee, get your eyebrows done, get your nails done, get your $75 barber haircut, whatever. <laughs> like do what you right (laughs) like yes like people will say like well that's a waste of money you could have done this at home you could have learned this but also at the same time like buying like going to those services are other people's livelihoods too you know like you're benefiting your community like that's like that's how it works that's how economics works that's how that's what the rich people want you to do for them at the big corporations but in reality you can go do that for a local business um so don't let these hustlers tell you that it's stupid to go get a coffee or whatever. They're lying. Because you know why? They just, they drove through that Starbucks drive through about five minutes before they did that <laughs> stupid ass post. Period. The end. Honestly. Like, that's yeah. It. yeah. Like, what the fuck? Don't tell me that shit. Yeah. No. Next, that, that part. The end. My name's Kaylin. I'm done speaking. <laughs> yeah. Those videos are so weird. You I get, like, I get it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the video of Gary Vee that kind of went viral 
like within the past couple of weeks where he 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 talked about what was it ah like basically pretending your your family is dead right every day or something or pretending they got into an accident no he said pretend that you're it's kind of graphic actually that you're like i would like to hear mom or like grandma or something got shot in the face he was like i think about this at least four times a week in the shower (laughs) i'm like dude you are so (laughs) weird like how and in what way does that contribute to making your first million dollars yeah or whatever he was preaching i don't even know what he was preaching it was so dumb that i didn't want to watch it past that point and he like legitimately told this girl that asked him asked him a question he was like, every week for like four times a week in the shower, I genuinely sit there and think about like whoever getting shot in the face. I'm like, that if that doesn't show you that this dude's a weirdo and <laughs> kind of bullshit, then I don't really know what would. So I like, think it was something it, like, right? <laughs> like to not take your family for granted, but it was just such a weird fucking way to go about, uh, that yeah so it's almost like selfish and chaotic like there are people that actually see their parents get shot in the face like 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 dog like you know (laughs) let's calm down relax like you can think about it in a different way like oh if your mother just passed use a different example yeah and it's like out of to me it it even seems like that out of touch with reality thing of like preaching all this stuff like this grinding mentality like always working always making money make your money work while you sleep kind of thing where everyone doesn't have that opportunity like we all get dealt a different set of cards and like we have to make it work with that i get it right you know maybe working obviously working hard has benefits and it you know the recipe is not always anything too crazy but we don't all have the same opportunities we don't live the same lives and if we did then we'd you know we wouldn't be able to tell each other apart you know so right exactly i just think it's like evil like i think burnout is so it affects everyone so differently that you like even today like people that will listen to this will say like oh like i didn't really think it affected me this way and then they'll realize that oh this is probably a part of burnout or that they've dealt with it with the case of like clinical depression like we yeah. don't know so i think it's honestly evil for hustle culture vultures to come for us like that mm-hmm. and you know what let me just put it out there if somebody can afford to get a coffee pay their bills and get tattoos and like get their nails done and go to the barber they're fine so <laughs> leave them alone <laughs> like yeah, if the bills them. are if the bills are paid and everyone is okay. Mind your fucking business. Yeah, no the definitely. Fuck? Bro, these girls hate hey Chica. <laughs> I can't even do it serious. They're like, hey Chica, like how have you been? Like, do you want to stop working for somebody for the rest of your life? And I'm like, girl, bye. <laughs> Join the MLM. Multi- MLM. MLM, yeah. yeah. The you amount of messages though? that I've gotten about that on linkedin is irritating it's and i've told a few of them off 
and then they it get angry brave. at me. Yeah. <laughs> they get mad at you? Yeah, they'll get mad at me and they'll message me back <laughs> angrily and they're like, what do you say? I'm not a part of a multi-level marketing scheme. And you look it up and literally there's 75 articles about how the company is an MLM. That's like, so funny. I will give them credit though. It is brave and takes courage to tell someone <laughs> that their mental illness doesn't exist and they need to put their money elsewhere than therapy. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> it's brave. It's courageous. Yeah. So, whatever. People. Yeah. It's just like all the but... snake oil shit, like that Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> stuff that was supposed to, like, help people. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just weird, <laughs> weird stuff, but they're preying on people who are just in a tough place, you know? Yep. Taking right. advantage of them. I but... think. I think that the number one thing that I feel like has helped me is actually this podcast and well therapy. I didn't start till later, but like actually talking to you guys about my day to day, my crushes, <laughs> my episodes has <laughs> really helped. Well, it's my also dreams, made my goals. Yeah. I mean, it's also made me realize that like even doing like just one thing a week and like sticking to it the best you can is just going to help pull you out over time. And now I'm realizing that like with things like this podcast, because as we've spoken of before, we definitely have that like post-grad depression going um, to an extent, you know, and things like having this thing once a week, um, you know, providing some sort of structure and something just concrete to your life is a great way to go about it. You know, pursuing something creative or maybe spending like an hour of your week working on a website that's just for you just kind of for fun or videos or whatever that might be uh will help you so much and yeah because then you'll slowly feel like you're doing something and you won't be so hopeless and yeah i agree (laughs) do you guys have any uh i don't know i guess closing yeah closing words Antonio has to start because you just spoke last and I spoke second last. So Antonio has to go first. <clears throat> I can't mess up the roto. The roto. No, just think about what makes you happy. I can't yeah. stress that enough, honestly. Like, I play golf because it makes me happy. I play golf because it is a de-stressor. I play golf because I get to spend time with people that I love. You know, all of those different things. And I'm lucky because I think I've found that thing that like helps push me or, you know, gives me an escape from everyday life stresses. So, um, for me, that's what it is, but yeah, be selfish, you know, think about what makes you happy. Think about what gives you that little bit of joy in life. And I think, you know, run with it and embrace it and take time to get good at it or fully experience it whatever it is you know try and find that thing you know that that truly makes you happy and i think that'll help tremendously with you know any feelings of sadness burnout depression anxiety take time for yourself so what about y'all burnout oh god um with burnout and how to deal with it and like just my last words like antonia said be happy and do the things that make you happy 
you only get one life if you're thinking about it in that way, shape, or form. Um, I don't hold a faith, so I really do believe I get one life. And, you know, obviously put your all into work and show a positive side of you when you go into your workplace because that does change the environment that you're in is by being a positive person. But, like, do things that make you happy. Like, even if it's the weirdest, well... (laughs) If it's really inappropriate, don't do it. Like, if it's, like, streaking and, like, in public, don't do that. But, you know, like, if it's, like, taking the time to start a new anime or if it's, you know, painting in the park or, like, 15 minutes of getting vitamin D or whatever you like to do, like, your happiness comes first. And there's a story that, well, I don't remember it actually well enough, but my biology teacher told me where, you know, it was three parents and they were asked, like, what do you want your kids to be when they're older? Like, and they had to either choose successful, happy, or, um, like, like a, I don't even know, or like, like something like rich or something like that. And like, of course, everyone wants their kids to be rich or like successful, but like to choose happiness, like choose that because living a happy life I think ultimately is living a successful life so with burnout just relax take a break be happy Mm. do happy things the end yeah I think you guys have both said it perfectly um yeah to just prioritize yourself and yeah just remember to never give your entire being to any of these corporations uh at any point in your life because they do not care about you And I'm glad that we're starting to see through the facade of especially like big companies like Google or Apple that have all these like fancy amenities for their employees, um, which is just a way to keep them there longer. But yeah, just don't give all of yourself to your work and focus on, you know, like you guys said, on things that make you happy and yeah, hobbies that are going to make you be more fulfilled. If you're giving like eight hours of your day uh, every day to like these companies, you definitely have at least an hour to give to yourself to like focus on what you enjoy doing and yeah, prioritize that as much as you prioritize your work. Period. 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 <laughs> okay. I was on plan, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> We're just on the same you're vibe. Just, you're just on the same wavelength. Yeah. Well, <gasps> you guys, I got my teaching contract. It? I got the I got the job. What you got? What? <laughs> I got the contract. I can't hear we you. We can't hear you. Mike, you can't hear me. Now we can. Now hear we can't. <laughs> I got. I got the job. I got the job in Korea. <laughs> no way. No way on the pod. This is live, dude. I just got the email. I just got the email. Dude, that's so fucking sick. Yes! Oh my god. Let's go, Kalen. Dude, congratulations. Fuck cry, it, cry, 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 Give cry. Your work, dude. I can't cry. Right on camera, come on, dude. Yeah, we're changing things. Give yourself. Give yourself away. Oh, congratulations, Kalen. Thank you. The burnout was worth it, everybody. Just move out of the country that's how i handled it dude <laughs> yes. oh this my is all god <laughs> well for those of you who don't know kaylin was trying to get a job that would take her out to korea and well she got it out of a pool of 
many, many, many Lots applicants. Lots of people, yes. Which is extremely accomplishing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge accomplishment. That is badass. Congratulations. On the pod. Dude, we're Look the first that. to we break the even, news. We're going to get we so even, many streams. Yeah. <laughs> we were even talking about it earlier of like how long it was going to take. And Robert and I were like, oh, it'll probably take like a month. Like... <laughs> I thought even longer than that, and Kaylin was like, "No, it's supposed to take like a week." And here we are, a week later. Well, yeah, I was I was really kicking in with my burnout, and like I was so stressed, and a lot was going on in my life. So like, this is the one thing that I really wanted, and they were both like super encouraging, like, "No, just wait a little longer." And today is the day. This was literally happening like two hours ago. Wow, that's Kaylin's back. Kaylin's back, dude. Back like she never left. Uh. And now that she has the awesome. tools necessary to not be burnt out in Korea, not get burnt out over there. So, you know, I'm 16 hours ahead. <laughs> so how are we going to record? <laughs> oh, actually, we'll figure we it can out. Make it work. Yeah, we'll figure <laughs> we'll it make out. It work. Robert, we can, uh, you want to relocate to Korea? Yeah. No, okay. I'm down. All right, let's do it. <laughs> that is awesome. Dude, that's super exciting. That's super rad that, yeah. Now you'll have this memory on video forever. That's like getting a hole in one. Look back, yeah, dude. On video, that's super crazy. What? And I think I'm gonna be in Seoul. Like I think I'm gonna be in the main <gasps> city. Oh, we gotta okay, go yeah, visit. We're going. We're going. <laughs> we're sure. well, that's the only reason why you guys are visiting. <laughs> Hell yeah, that changed things, man. Oh, I wish sick. everyone saw your guys' faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my wow. god. Dude, that's yeah. crazy. So cool. Well, what a great way to end the podcast, yeah. I, I think, on such a happy S- note. You just helped, like, <laughs> this whole pod kind of put me in a bummer of a mood, but that just brought me back. Well, Thank it you, was Kaylin, a good topic to talk being smart about. And getting accepted. Yeah. Thank you guys for supporting me. They, yeah, you guys have been on this journey with me for like. <laughs> since the beginning i could cry (laughs) but no this podcast was really dark and deep but i think at the same time that's what our podcast is supposed to be about so well (laughs) and then you have happy moments like this well this like stumbling through like why the fuck did we make it that title if we weren't stumbling through oh yeah that's true definitely we're living up to that name yeah let me tell you oh my god ow (laughs) i just hit my hand really hard well hopefully the good fortune that we seem to be having now spreads to to you our listeners and we truly appreciate each and every one of you and we hope the rest of your week goes wonderfully remember to take time for yourself and take time to check up on your homies that might be burnt out or depressed and yeah with that we love you we appreciate you you. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Sayonara. Peace. Sayonara. (laughs) Peace. Sheesh. 12 episodes are down for the Stumbling Through Pod. Kind of a sad one this week, but shout out to Kaylin for lifting our spirits with that news at the end. On a serious note, Kaylin, I want to say congratulations to you. Robert and I are very happy for you. Very proud of you. We knew you had it in the bag from the beginning, but it's official now. To our listeners, from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate the support. We appreciate the love. It means the world to us. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at StumblingThroughPod and on Spotify and Apple Music at StumblingThroughPodcast. 
that being said, we hope you have a great rest of your week. We love you. We cherish you. Peace. Smoke the fuck by the boxes.